welcome to your Celestial Attic podcast for Thursday, April 19th, 2018. Today, we'll take a look at your geek calendar for Thursday, and we'll continue our coverage of Artemis Armada, the convention for the local game Artemis. First up, let's get to that geek calendar. Alright Cleveland, this is your geek calendar for Thursday, April 19th, and boy do we have some awesome things in store for you. First, the book sale continues at the Shaker Heights Public Library. This is a collection of used books and books out of circulation, but a lot of things that have been donated to the library from a very literate community, so lots of fun stuff to pick through there. Amazing things are just waiting to be found for practically nothing at the Shaker Heights library book sale. You'll find uh, links to this, of course, and many other things at celestialaddict.com. Just click the calendar link at the top of the page. Also this weekend, Player Unknown Battlegrounds is free to play on the Xbox One. So at this very minute, many Clevelanders are happily slaughtering their friends in a sort of Hunger Games style, there can be only one elimination combat game. You parachute onto an island, you scrounge for weapons, uh, you can turn vehicles into weapons, you kill everyone until there's only one person left. Lots of fun, very silly, um, but it's free for the weekend, so you ought to check it out. And this weekend is also the release of the Nintendo Labo. Now, the Labo is kind of an interesting concept from Nintendo. They've taken uh, cardboard punch-out toys, essentially, and combine them with a cartridge to turn your Nintendo Switch and Joy-Con controllers into a variety of devices. Think of it like a uh, makerspace for the under-15 set. Uh, they can turn their Nintendo uh, Switch Joy-Con controllers into little race cars. They can turn themselves into a giant robot. They can build a fishing rod or a motocross rig. It remains to be seen how functional these things are. The one I have high hopes for is the giant robo kit, which makes a backpack with controllers connecting into it that turns you into a giant robot that smashes across your television screen, destroying buildings and fighting enemies. Um, it definitely looks like the most fun. It also looks like the fastest way to empower your eight-year-old to destroy your living room. So it remains to be seen whether this stuff is durable enough, it's cardboard after all, and whether it's functional enough to have a lot of play value, or is it just a short-term freakish little thing that Nintendo has put out? We'll start to find out today. And tonight, uh, Artemis Night at Critical Hit Games up in uh, Cleveland Heights from 5.30 till 8 p.m. Now, this is a great game. I have talked it up and we're listening in the rest of this podcast to uh, some Canadian Artemis players who were in town just a couple of weeks ago for Artemis Armada, the convention for this Cleveland-made game. Uh, the developer, Tom Robertson, stops by from time to time at Critical Hit Games, and we try out a lot of his new code on this rig. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a chance to ease into the game, learn how to play it from other experienced players, and uh, meet some new people who like to blow things up in a starship. Now, the game works by putting you at a console on the ship's bridge, and then you have to fight that console. So if you are weapons, you're controlling the weapons for the ship. Someone next to you is controlling the helm, someone else is engineering, communications, science. It gets to be very busy and very fast-paced with a captain barking out orders and you trying to control your little part of the ship, where teamwork and cooperation becomes critical to winning the day. Fun game. If you haven't checked it out, from 5.30 to 8 p.m. tonight at Critical Hit Games, it's your chance. Also tonight, Max Back's Books on Coventry is going to be having a discussion of cartoonist Dave Sheridan. Now, this is pretty awesome. He was a 
Cleveland cartoonist who went out to California, got into the underground comic scene. I think uh, some of his books include Confessions of the Leather Nun and the Fabulous Freak Brothers. His works appeared in all kinds of underground comic books. But a really great discussion. It's kind of Cleveland heritage and connection to, uh, you know, fanish endeavors that I like to highlight. So that's probably one of your best bets tonight if you've got a slightly intellectual or comic book bent is to go hear this discussion about cartoonist Dave Sheridan. And that's at Max Max Books in Coventry. Over at Loganberry Books in the Lockmere neighborhood, they're going to be showing Earth versus the Flying Saucers. Now, this is kind of a geek classic with flying saucers running around, blowing things up. It definitely gives you a Mars attack sort of feel. And that's going on from 7 to 9 p.m. at Loganberry Books. You can find out about these and many more upcoming events at celestialattic.com. Just click on the calendar link at the top and connect to Cleveland's geekiest events. And that'll wrap it up our calendar for today. Thursday, April 19th. Now let's switch gears and rejoin Artemis Armada, the convention for the Cleveland made Starship Combat Simulator, Artemis. Yesterday, we talked to Katie Schaub, director of Artemis Armada. Today, we're going to talk to a few visitors from the north. Hi, uh, my name is John Scales. Uh, I've been playing Artemis on a regular basis. Uh, this is on my second year now. Uh, I've been in command of the TSN Hamilton 2nd Light Division for almost a year. Uh, my name is Dave Trin. Uh, I'm from Kitchener, Ontario, Canada. I've been playing Artemis for five plus years, and I am the Commodore of the Canadian fleet of TSN. How much Artemis do you typically play? Uh, Dave here. Uh, since I'm out of Kitchener, I not only manage, but I also play in the First Light Division. The First Light Division gets together at the local board game cafe once a month with the occasional house party every two months, mm -hmm. and a typical duty shift at the board game cafe lasts between three to four hours. Do, do you encourage other people to join the game there and you get new players that way? Is it yes. recruiting? So it's not only a, a place to recruit, but it's in a public forum. And one of our operating values are creating a safe environment for people to come and play, which, which is inclusive at the same time. Yeah, a neutral space. Exactly. So a board game cafe is really that, that place. Much better than somebody's creepy dark basement who you've never met. Correct. Yes. yes. And because of inclusion, that also means uh, both males and females are welcome to come play. Inevitably, over time, uh, you become friends and getting together every two weeks or every two months for a house party, I should say, um, is, is natural and a lot more normal. So tell me what you guys have been participating in here at the con. Are you John here? All of our crews are really getting involved in as much as they can. Uh, I know Dave has made it out to quite a few of the lessons or the workshops. The workshops, yeah. I know some of my guys. Uh, both my senior and junior engineer went to the DMX workshop because we were working on lights, and I joined in for a bit there, even though I had no idea what they were talking about. It was great to listen and watch my guys build some stuff and see what right. they were going on. We just participated in the live uh, script, the or the live uh, 
live video streaming. The live video streaming, yes, yeah, sorry. And uh, that was a lot of fun. Man, that was really, that was my first time. This is my first time at Armada, so this was just excellent all around. It's been a great experience. We're trying to get through as many scripted missions as we can. Going to Armada is not just to come and play Artemis, but it is also to network and see all the people that enjoy playing the game as much as you do. It's just meeting all the people that I've talked to online the last year and a half, two years, and putting faces to names and actually, you know, meeting these people that I've interacted with but never met in person, right? And I think I got yelled at a few times, Scales, right? Oh, hey, who are you? Oh, I'm so-and-so. Oh, this is fantastic. It's great to finally meet you. This is awesome, right? Actually, someone even referenced my um, my greatly exaggerated death for the TSN Naval Academy named after me, which <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. It was I couldn't believe it got referenced. So. Yes, the Naval Academy. What, what, did you die horribly? And no, it was... It was a running joke that I irradiated my crew and we, we died. And then <laughs> our CO of 3rd Division, Tyler Denoberga, thought it would be funny to name our new TSN Naval Academy after me, the John Scales Memorial Naval Academy. <laughs> but I am not dead, as you can see. <laughs> and uh, it's been a running joke ever since. Those Canadians run a conscientious ship, don't they? We'll continue our Armada coverage tomorrow. For now, this has been your Celestial Attic podcast for Wednesday, April 19th, 2018, and I'm your host, Sandy Clark, signing off from beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. Music for this podcast comes courtesy of Jim Shoes Music, a project of the multi-talented artist Amy Rainwater. You can find her genre fiction and other works at facebook.com slash amy.rainwater. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, friend me, Sandy Clark, and check out the blog at celestialattic.com. Thanks for listening.